So the big question is, why do so many people get sicker and experience more pain as they get older, while others are able to age better, enjoy life, and live healthier? With so much misinformation, it's confusing to know what you should and should not do when it comes to taking care of your body. My name is Dr. Brad Wolf, and my mission is to transform world health. In this podcast, I want to share the best strategies on the planet for living max health, feeling amazing, and aging pain-free. Welcome to the conversation. This is the Living Max Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Brad Wolf, and this is The Morning Drive. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think there's a lot of confusion about. Uh, People don't really understand it, and uh, it's the subject of chiropractic. Chiropractic has been around. First chiropractic adjustment was in 1895 by a gentleman named D.D. Palmer. And D.D. Palmer um, had met a gentleman. He was the janitor in the Ryan Building in Davenport, Iowa. And he uh, he had gone to, uh, to Dr. Palmer. I'm not sure who spoke to who first, but he had become deaf in his ear for 17 years. And he was so de- they said he was so deaf he couldn't hear the train on the train tracks. And Dr. Palmer at that time, he had a, had a hospital that had 42 rooms. This was Davenport, Iowa in 1895. He had 42 rooms. He had a hospital. And he, he uh, applied pressure to his spine, used the spine as a lever to be able to move it. And he did that three days in a row, and his hearing was restored. So somewhere along the way, the conversation went from um, you know, uh, Harvey Lillard got his hearing back to uh, chiropractic is good for neck and back pain, which is, that's ridiculous. So, you know, really what's the connection there? What, what is the conversation? What is it that people really need, need to know about chiropractic? Well, chiropractic is about the connection between your physical structure, your spine, and your nervous system. It's really about your nervous system. And even more about your nervous system because dead people have nervous system, right? You have a dead person lying on the ground, you cut them open, and there's nerves. There's nerves everywhere. You can track the nerves everywhere. But what they don't have is the, the power, the energy, the, the force that's moving through there. And chiropractic, we talk, that about, we talk about the innate intelligence. You know, a lot, there's conversations. I was listening to a documentary over the weekend, and they were talking about innate intelligence. I'm like, that was not... I mean, listen, I'm not saying chiropractic invented that terminate intelligence. I'm saying it was saying it way, way, way before so many people were even having the conversation about innate intelligence. So what does that mean, innate intelligence? Innate intelligence means that there is this wisdom, this knowledge internally within the body. Just in the same way that if you get a cut, your body heals. And if you drink something toxic and you throw up that's the intelligence of the body and so you know chiropractic is about releasing that to release the power there's a saying in chiropractic that the power that made the body heals the body power that made the body heals the body and so the healing within the body the innate intelligence of the body and our ability to be able to heal and repair is a function very largely on our ability to be able to communicate clearly between our brain and our body. You know, your brain is like a communication system. It's the way that your body messages 
different parts of your body. It sends messages down your arms, down your legs, to all your organs, every cell tissue organ and system of your body. So I've been in, in chiropractic practice for the past 22 years. And even before I was a chiropractor, I started to explore and go to different chiropractors. And what I discovered was that chiropractors have different styles, different, I don't even know how to explain, but, you know, techniques. There's a lot of techniques in chiropractic. And so most people, when they think of chiropractic, they think of something called diversified. Diversified is just your moving bones. But that's not specific. That's not that's not um, uh, effective on everybody. Some people don't even like their like to you know hear or feel their bones popping, cracking. We call those an adjustment. We don't say, "Will you pop my spine?" We say, "Let's get adjusted. Let's get tuned up." But the adjustment is not just about the sound. It's really about your body. When you apply a force to the body, and your body adjusts to that force to make a change and the change opens up the pathway so that your nervous system your spine your body can communicate clearly and can have a healing experience so in my practice uh in 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 the past 22 years um, i've seen all sorts of different things and this is firsthand account. So, you know, you could say, oh, you're full of it, you know. But you know what? Let, listen, I really don't care. Um, you know, somebody comes into me and a woman, I'll give you a few examples here. So a woman comes in and she, she brings her son, her, her, 11, her 11-year-old son had cerebral palsy. And he was unable to do so many different things. And I, I saw him for about two months or so and then they they moved away but uh, I saw him for about two months and she comes in one day and she says to me he tied his shoes he tied his shoes and I'm like I what does that mean she said he he hasn't even shown an interest in tying his shoes and since he started chiropractic care he's tying his shoes now is that is that a direct reaction of the adjustment I don't know all I know is this kid with cerebral palsy wasn't doing anything before. And then he starts tying his shoes. The coordination, the nervous system, the ability to be able to communicate throughout your entire body. So that's, that's a, I think that's kind of an extreme example of, you know, things that can happen with chiropractic. Um, you know, certainly the standard stuff that you hear about the neck and the back and headaches, um, carpal tunnel syndrome, fibromyalgia, um, treating people with disc problems, herniated and bulging disc, degenerative disc disease, the pain from degenerative disc disease. Do you know that we have a massive opioid problem in this country? And do you know why? We have an opioid problem because people are in chronic, chronic pain and they're being put on these opioids Right? Their, their medical doctor, pain management person is putting them on opioids. And then, and then they can't get off of them. They're in chronic pain. They can't get off of them. And they go to heroin because heroin's cheaper. Cheaper than the opioid, opioids. So we get this massive opioid problem because of chronic pain. 
And what is the, the medical community? What do they want to do? They want to keep throwing meds at the problem. They want to keep throwing meds at the problem. Or, okay, let's do some therapy on the body. Well, you know what? You can't just do therapy on the body when the body's injured. You, if you do physical therapy or do some sort of occupational therapy and whatnot, and there's injury in the body, you know, movement is a double-edged sword. Mo- movement can both help. It can also aggravate the crap out of the body. And so you don't necessarily want to. Like, for instance, somebody comes to me and they have a herniated disc. You don't want to go straight to therapy first because movement, especially in, in physical therapy, and I think there's really awesome physical therapists and there there's just really run-in-the-mill, doesn't really do much of anything, um, physical therapy. And, and so I'm not going to lump everybody in that profession into one uh, bundle. But where I believe that, that, that physical therapy really shines is in something we, we call rehabilitation. So rehabilitation, so, so with, with um, uh, somebody comes in, I started saying, somebody comes in with a herniated disc and the tissue is already inflamed and already prone to getting aggravated. If you start doing physical therapy on that thing, you're going to likely aggravate the crap out of it. And so the, the, somebody comes to a spinal surgeon and they send them for physical therapy first and then they throw some meds and some injections at it and then they do surgery. And so often people come up, they end up in my office, they've already had surgery and they're still in pain. But the, the, the amount of post-surgical rehab was substandard. And what most people don't understand about the human body is that if you have an injury, you're treating that injury for the rest of your life. Maybe some more than others, but you're treating your body for the rest of your life. So if you, I can't even say it any different. Injured tissue does not behave like uninjured tissue. So, you know, people have come into my office for all sorts of different reasons. All sorts of different reasons. And in the last 13, 14 years, I've been focusing very heavily on helping people to avoid spinal surgery. I've helped thousands of people, thousands of people to avoid spinal surgery. But that's not the only type of problem. Again, that's a pain-related problem. And chiropractic is amazing at eliminating pain. But it's not the only thing that it does. You know, chronic sinus problems. I've had people's allergies go away. I've had uh, people who have indigestion go away. You know, the second person, we talked about Harvey Lillard, who was the first chiropractic patient in 1895. The second person, they, they thought that they had come up with a cure for deafness. That's what they thought. But then they, they kept working on people. And like the second person, their, their heart disease went away. And the third one, something else. And, you know, that's, to me, that's amazing. And so I was listening to a conversation with, with, uh, with a guy who has a podcast. And... He was, he was touting the benefits of manual therapy, right? So you, people know what massage therapy is, but manual therapy is kind of a different animal. And there's, it's a generic way of saying, um, like using your hands to change the body. 
So there's all sorts of different manual therapy techniques, such as Rolfing, Heller work, structural integration work, right? Something other than Alexander technique. Idiokinesis, Bowen. There's all of these different techniques. People have no idea. They think, oh, go to Massage Envy, go to uh, uh, Massage Heights, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's, they're, they're limiting themselves to this very narrow sl- sliver of things. But I digress a little bit. Let's go back to chiropractic for a moment. <clears throat> chiropractic. So, so the reason why I brought up about the manual therapy is because I was actually a body worker, a massage therapist and a body worker for eight years before I was a chiropractor. And when I started having chiropractic, lives were changing. I mean, it wasn't like just a little thing. It was a huge, huge thing. So for me, you know, I've told this in different podcasts that I was um, kind of a sick kid. I had immune issues. I had asthma and allergies and, and uh, I was on shots and in the emergency room in the nighttime and steaming at night. And when I'd go play soccer outside and then I couldn't breathe in the spring and the fall, especially. And when I started getting adjusted, all of that went away. Like it maybe changed somewhat when I did other things, but when I got adjusted, it literally just went away and it's gotten better and better and better every single year. So I developed this model in my head because I realized that, you know, your immune system is so intimately connected with your nervous system and your digestive system and your brain, your immune system. You have to strengthen your immune system. But chiropractic is a direct line. It's a direct impact. It's a direct influence on your immune system. Years ago, I saw a guy who uh, he, he, he would travel in to see me from Washington, D.C. to my office in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. And he was HIV positive, And his T cells were through the floor. He had just had no immunity whatsoever. And he, he was... He was um, just fatigued and he couldn't get his body to do anything and I'm not going to tell you some like miracle story that somehow he got chiropractic care and his HIV went away and all that that wasn't really happened but I started reading some articles about the effect of chiropractic on t-cell counts I said you know what this is interesting let's just see what can happen here because I wasn't really feeling like you know what I I didn't, I didn't know whether it was going to make a change or not. I was just really staying open to it. And the person wanted to see whether I could help him. And he comes back to see me. And I had seen him for about six months or so. And he says, my T-cell counts are going up. Now, he was on the floor. He was about as low as you could possibly get in terms of his T-cell counts. You know, he... he you know, my guess is he probably didn't, didn't survive very long. But at the time when I was seeing him, he was having blood work on a really regular basis. And his T-cell, T-cell count started going up. And he wasn't changing anything else. He wasn't changing his diet. He wasn't sleeping anymore. He wasn't doing anything. He was just getting adjusted. 
And he told me, he said, you know, I, I know, I know it's because the, the adjustment, I'm not doing anything any different. So if chiropractic can, can help people with allergies and asthma, if chiropractic can help people with cerebral palsy, if chiropractic can help somebody with HIV, with their T cell counts, with heart disease, with deafness, see kids with ear infections and you know, chronic, chronic problems from digestive problems to, um, you know, to uh, dizziness and nausea to auto accidents to sports injuries. If you look at um, professional athletes, uh, it, pretty much any professional is going to use chiropractic because it's going to give them the edge. It's going to give them the upper hand when it comes to from a performance standpoint. And for many years, myself and my, my, my wife, Dr. Lauren Pepper, she's also my partner in practice, we, we went out and we adjusted musicians. And I, mainly because I'm a musician, and so because I loved music so much, I wanted to help the music community. And I realized that you know, people that were touring and were, uh, were, were, you know, they were going from town to town, concert to concert, they were touring for you know, months and years, putting so much stress on their body. And so we got invited to a couple of different, uh, a couple of different bands. The, um, you know, at first it started with the Allman Brothers, and then I knew somebody who knew Kenny Loggins, and I adjusted Kenny Loggins. And then uh, I met a guy at a conference, and we started adjusting uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, you know, the, these people, you know, they, they really, really love it. They really love it. And why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because chiropractic is not about back and neck pain. It's just not. And so in, in our minds, and at least in the minds of the consumer, they're so confused about exactly what chiropractic is. And I think that most chiropractors are actually confused about what chiropractic is too. You know, there's videos online, you know, how loud can we get the spine to crack and how can we do this? That's not, that's not chiropractic. That's just making sounds with the spine. And you can, have a, you can make a sound with the spine. You can, you can adjust the spine and it can pop. But that doesn't mean that it was an adjustment. An adjustment is a very specific thing. And so, you know, there's different types of adjustments. I started saying this. There's different types of adjustments, different techniques. And, there, you know, there are techniques that only work on the first two bones in the neck it's called upper cervical specific. And there's a whole bunch of different techniques there too. There's knee chest adjusting. There's side posture adjusting. There's nuca. There's atlas orthogonal. I'm sure I'm going to miss some. But there's different techniques for adjusting the first two bones in the neck. And some chiropractors focus only on those first two bones in the neck. To focus on releasing any pressure in the upper part of the neck that doesn't allow the brain to communicate to the body. I think that's phenomenal. But what if you're somebody who doesn't want that to happen? They, want, they, they don't want that. Would you go to a hairstylist and get a bad haircut and then, and then not go to anybody else? Or maybe you didn't have a bad experience, but it, maybe you wanted a different type of experience. 
So there are different techniques. Applied kinesiology, network spinal analysis, diversified, Thompson, BAST. Which other ones? ABC. Something like 3,000 or so different chiropractic techniques. So if you went to 10 different chiropractors, you may ex- have 10 completely different experiences. doesn't mean they were doing 10 different techniques. Because a lot of chiropractors do diversified. Diversified is like um, uh, white bread. <laughs> you know, it's like just plain. Plain, uh, you know, yeah, move a bone from here to there, make a sound, whatever the case is. And for some people, it's about moving as many bones as you possibly can. I have a completely different take on, on, on it. And I've, I've literally seen, I've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of different chiropractors who adjusted me different ways. And we, you know, I, for me, it was more about curiosity. I wanted to really see what chiropractic could do for me. And I discovered what it could do for me. And then I started applying it to other people. But the thing about techniques in chiropractic is that there's certain techniques that really work well with certain people. Certain people really excel with certain techniques simply because that's their temperament, um, that's their their energy, the amount of energy output that they want, that's how much time that they want to spend with people. Now, the amount of time that somebody spends with you is not relative to how quickly changes can happen in the body. And, you know, my, my, I've always been a little bit slower adjuster. I've come taken my time and, and evaluated somebody um, in, in, a, in a more methodical way. Well, actually, actually I want to say that because it's not like if somebody goes in a, in a, with a technique that doesn't take a long time that they're not being methodical. It's really more so what is your objective? What, do you, what are you trying to accomplish? And at least in chiropractic, the purpose of chiropractic is to remove interference to the nervous system so that the innate intelligence of the body can express itself fully so that your body can heal and repair and, and, and reach a higher level of, of, of energy and wellness and, and, and open up the channels so the body can, can heal. And when you do that, it allows people who are performers to perform better and athletes to perform better and uh, people who are working to be able to work stronger. And it's, it's an amazing, amazing practice. And now we're 1895 to 2019, in 124 years that, that this chiropractic has been going on. So... You know, it's not like it's a brand new thing, but there's so much dominance of medicine in society. And, you know, it's not like medicine, it's not like one or the other. But, you know, chiropractic actually took the American Medical Association, they took them to to the, the, I think, the uh, Federal Court of Appeals, almost to the Supreme Court. I thought it was the Supreme Court, but it's actually Federal Court of Appeals. And... They sued the AMA and they won. And they won. This was like in the 70s, I believe. And they won. I I wish I had the details for you, but you can look it up. It's called Wilkes versus AMA. 
Wilkes, W-I-L-K-S versus AMA. So in Wilkes versus AMA, uh, this, this Dr. Wilkes and a group of chiropractors sued the American Medical Association and they won. And what was the AMA charged with? The AMA was charged with conspiracy to try to contain and eliminate the chiropractic profession. Now, you think that that would be gone now simply because at least the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the, the desire to want to contain and eliminate the chiropractic profession. It's happening right now to homeopathy. Homeopathy is really super powerful. But the American Medical Association is making it illegal for anybody, anybody but medical doctors to, to, uh, to use homeopathy. I'm like, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Homeopathy is probably the most gentle uh, thing that you can take for your body, like nutrients, herbs, all sorts of different things that that it's just it's just crazy what's happening and people are completely blind to it. They have no idea what's going on. So the AMA went out and they tried to to collude with the orthopedics and the general practitioners and went on basically make it illegal for people to 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 communicate or fraternize or refer or whatnot to chiropractors well the truth is it's still happening now it's maybe not happening so overtly it's not happening so out in the open they're not saying it but even now i have people come in and i says my doctor told me i shouldn't be shouldn't go to the chiropractor like almost every week my doctor told me I shouldn't go to the chiropractor. My people say you shouldn't go to the chiropractor. So let's talk a little reality here. We have to buy something that's a liability insurance. If, you know, the likelihood that somebody is going to be hurt. My malpractice every year is like $500. So you spend more on auto insurance than I do on, 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 an, on insurance for my chiropractic practice. If you are an orthopedic surgeon, you probably pay $100,000. You may even pay, pay a quarter of a million dollars. I don't know how much exactly it is. It's a lot of money. The likelihood that, that you're a, a medical doctor doing surgery, you know, OBGYNs, it's like, like $250,000. You know, a lot of people are leaving those practices because the, the liability, the, you know, somebody, the likelihood that somebody's going to sue them is massive. Chiropractic is so safe. It's so safe. It's almost ridiculous. And the fact that it's even being contested is ridiculous. Now, I, I would say that it's probably true. There are probably some chiropractors, bad chiropractors. I'm sure there's bad, bad chiropractors, just like there's bad anything. But it's not like the vast majority of the chiropractors. Most chiropractors are really awesome people. They do a great job. They help people to improve the quality of their life, to improve the quality of their nervous system, to make them stronger, to get, help them get out of pain, to get rid of their headaches. And even if you don't do anything really, really fancy, chiropractic is amazing. So 
I could literally go on and on in this conversation, but I wanted to just have an initial conversation and let you know what was on my mind about chiropractic, about things related to healthcare, and the ridiculousness that's going on in the world about the things that are considered dangerous. Give me a fucking break. Come on, there's whatever, 100,000, 125,000 people that die from improper prescriptions to, to, to drugs. People are dying. People are dying from auto accidents. They're dying from all sorts of things. But this, this, this attention, it's like one person has a problem and all of a sudden it gets amped out of proportion. So I, I, my, my suggestion for you, if you've never seen a chiropractor before, maybe you have seen a chiropractor, but you, you don't know the whole story, is do some, do some research. Go have the experience yourself. Find somebody who you know who goes to a chiropractor and ask them, you know, if somebody has a good experience with chiropractic, go see my chiropractor. Go see a chiropractor. Chiropractic changes lives. Chiropractic changes my life. I've been under chiropractic care for the past 30 years. Chiropractic changes lives. Chiropractic can change your life too. Chiropractic is such an important part of the healthcare problem. People have no idea. This is Dr. Brad Wolf. This is the Living Max Health Podcast. And this is the morning drive. And we've been talking about chiropractic. Have an awesome day. If you liked today's episode, then please subscribe on iTunes and make sure to check out our YouTube page called Living Max Health. There you will find helpful videos on how to get out of pain and live a healthier lifestyle. We appreciate your honest feedback. We're here to help you.